Grim Encounters by M.C. Crocker Narrated by Alexis Black of hpfanfictalk.com This story is rated T for teen audiences. It was nothing more than a routine surgery. At least that's what I kept telling myself as I sat in the prep room. While surgery sucked, living with a torn ACL was worse. I still silently cursed the wandering raiders particularly number 23, as it was her fault I was here in the first place. I let out a nervous sigh as I waited to be wheeled into surgery. I was starting to regret telling my parents that I was good and didn't need them to wait with me, but it was too late now, and I didn't think the wait would be this long. I tried not to focus on my nerves about the whole ordeal. Knee surgery wasn't dangerous, or that big of a deal. It was routine. I kept reminding myself of that. I closed my eyes in an attempt to relax and forget that I was in a surgery center, but it didn't help at all. I let out a sound of exasperation and opened my eyes to give a start. Standing at the foot of the bed I was laying in was a young girl that looked no older than me. Sixteen years old, with bleach blonde hair that was nearly white, she wore a long coat with a black hood that framed her pale face. Her eyes were piercing blue as she looked at me almost expectantly. What? I started to ask, finding myself at loss for words. Where did she come from? I glanced away from the girl to see that the door to the waiting room I was in was still closed. She could have snuck in, I suppose, but I was certain I would have heard the door open. Not only did it seem impossible for the girl to be here, I had no clue why she was here. Something about her being at the foot of my bed put me ill at ease. Maybe I was dreaming things. I brought a hand up to my face to rub my eyes. I'm waiting. I dropped my hand to my side and stared at the girl. She gave me a roll of her eyes as she leaned against the staff that she held with one hand as she used the other to pull out a stick of gum from her breast pocket to put it in her mouth to chew. I stared on in disbelief. This was real? What was she waiting for? Why was she here? There were so many questions, and yet I couldn't seem to find my voice to speak as the blonde girl smacked away at her gum impatiently. Any day now would be great. Who, who are you? I managed, finally finding my voice. I pushed myself up in bed some in an attempt to gain just that little bit of extra distance between myself and this girl. Something about her gave me the creeps. A large pink bubble protruded from the blonde girl's mouth before it let off a small pop. I thought that was obvious. I'm the Reaper. I stared on in disbelief. The what? The girl gave another exaggerated roll of her eyes as she continued to chew on her gum. You know, the Grim Reaper. That is what you call me, right? I blinked at the girl in numb disbelief. The Grim Reaper. No, not possible. I shook my head, closing my eyes and willing this girl to disappear. I had to find out what the hell kind of medicine they put me on before the surgery. 
They were supposed to knock me out, not knock me for a loop. However, despite my wishes, the girl was there just as before, blowing another bubble with her gum. You can't be the Grim Reaper, I said with finality. That's so? Yeah, you don't have the... I was going to say black cloak, but she had that, and a staff too. It didn't have the curved metal blade at the end, though. Scary face and bony hands. The Grim, if that's what she was, shook her head and walked around from the end of my bed to the side of it and sat down next to my foot. It felt like someone had set a sack of ice next to my leg and I gave an involuntary shudder. Police! Some of the stuff you people come up with. Sure, there are a few of us that put on a show for those that deserve it, but you're all right. The girl gave a shrug of her shoulder, though a bit thick and slow on the uptake. Hey! Just calling it like I see it. Well, what I see is some crazy person trying to prank me, and I'm not falling for it. You aren't the Grim Reaper. I tried to speak with confidence, though the chill emanating off this girl was unsettling. The girl had started to blow yet a third bubble and stopped short. Why do humans always refuse to believe us when we tell them that they're dying? Because you sound like a crazy person? The girl let out what looked like a sigh, though there was no audible breath coming from her before she slid off my bed. The instant she stood, warmth flooded back to my feet, and that scared me a little, though I wasn't going to let that show. I'll prove it to you then. The girl moved her staff, pointing it in front of her and drawing a line in the air. As she moved her staff in a downward motion, an ethereal light filled the room, and I blinked involuntarily, having to look away. There was the sound of ripping cloth that was eventually taken over by the sound of music playing in the distance. It was beautiful and beckoned to me. Now do you believe me? I tried to see beyond the light, but it grew brighter, further blinding me before it vanished. The girl stood to stand where the light was and looked at me smugly. What the fresh hell was that? That wasn't hell, and it isn't fresh. No, I can't be dead. It's just knee surgery. I haven't gone under yet. Knee surgery? asked the Grim, her brows crunching together. The confidence she was oozing a moment before now vanished. She propped her staff against my bed and reached into her coat and pulled out a rather large book. I looked at it with interest, trying to figure out where she managed to keep it, considering it was bigger than the inside of her jacket. She flipped it open and studied the first page. It's right here. Old age. Do I look old to you? I asked, believing in this grim less than I had before. Before an answer could be given, a deep male voice spoke. What have I told you about sneaking off to the mortal realm? I looked around for the source of it as the girl cried out, Dad! Grims have dads? I asked no one in particular. This was getting to be too much. First, the teenage wannabe Grim, and now her dad being some bodiless voice, I had to be officially cracking. I was just trying to get a head start on my life's work. You have several more decades worth of training left to go. Leave the mortal in peace. But, 
The blonde Grimm tried a moment to protest before she let out a huff. Fine. She shoved her book back into her coat and grabbed her staff. Without her moving it, another bright light filled the room, and before I knew it, I was opening my eyes to see my mom's face hovering over me. Mom? The last I remember, I was talking to the Grimm, or a girl who thought she was, or wanted to be. Everything's all right. You made it through surgery just fine. Doc thinks you'll be back on the field playing come the new season. It didn't take much for me to catch up to what my mom was talking about. I had had the surgery. I just didn't remember going under. And I concluded that the thing with the grim was just a dream called by the anesthesia. At least, I always figured it was, until decades had passed, and I found myself sitting in my room, content with the life I led. I'm waiting! The voice surprised me as I looked around in shock, having thought I was alone. Yet there she was, the girl I had seen all those years ago, albeit now a little older, but with the same white blonde hair, black coat, and holding a staff. She was even chewing bubblegum. So maybe she was what she claimed to be. She blew a pink bubble and let it pop, causing me to laugh. Maybe she was the Grim after all.